Hey, this is Cody Sturge with the pastor at Chill Highway Baptist Church, and you're listening to Keep Thy Heart Daily, a daily ministry of our church, an opportunity that we have every day to share God's Word with you. The Bible says to keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. And we know that we keep our hearts as we wash our hearts with the Word of God. We are in a series now in the book of Mark. The book of Mark's a book of action. And I know that there'll be messages and truths from God's Word that'll be a big help to you. Thanks for listening. We're praying for you. God bless you. If you would, tonight, take your Bibles and go to the book of Mark with me. I'm pretty sure I'm going to title tonight's message, Be Careful What You Say. Be careful what you say. How many of you have ever said something you wish you didn't? Uh, <laughs> be careful what you say. And we see a, a recurring theme here of folks saying things they really shouldn't have. And uh, it, uh, being at Crown College for a few hours yesterday reminded me of a few things I said that I wish I hadn't. I've said a bunch of things right here from the pulpit that have embarrassed me. I, I, I don't know if you remember, but uh, we were having we were talking about the, buying the church sign after someone graciously plowed it over, and uh, we we're talking about buying the church sign, and I just they're expensive. Those things are very, a sign was so expensive to me. And uh, what I wanted to say as I entered, began, was getting ready to disclose how much this, a new sign was going to cost, what I wanted to say was, when I first heard the cost, I dropped my jaw. But I slipped, and I said, drop my jaw, draws. And it was awful. Uh, I'm glad that most everybody didn't remember that. Uh, but uh, I've said other things I can't repeat from the pulpit, uh, from the pulpit on accident, and fortunately folks are willing to forgive. I remember I, had a, I was in college, and I'm very country anyway, and if you can only imagine, uh, my my accent and my country has uh, thinned a whole lot in the last, uh, last 20 years. But when I first got to school, oh, man, people would say, say that again, I want to hear you say it. And they would stir up conversations with me because they wanted to hear me talk. And so anyway... I was, uh, it, for some reason, I sang, and you couldn't hardly tell how redneck I was, but then I'd go to talk, and everybody would laugh at me. But at uh, any rate, we'd been to, I'd been to Kentucky, and we'd gone to this church in Kentucky on a, with a missions team, and I was there singing and preaching and uh, helping folks, and we'd taught people the logic of the gospel. And basically, we were taught the logic of the gospel was five points, and we used our hands we used our hand to make sure we covered the five points. That's how I was taught to share the gospel. And uh, so Pastor Sexton uh, had asked, after we got back from our mission, if somebody would give a testimony. And I got the short straw and ended up giving the testimony. Actually, it was a long straw. It was, it was good to get to do, give the testimony. But I was so nervous. And I stood up in front of 3,000 people in the church auditorium, live on the radio and on the Internet, and uh, I stood up to give a testimony, and I just got so tongue-tied. And I wanted to tell folks that we had a great time teaching this church how to give the gospel. And uh, all I could th- all I could say, I stood up there and I said, "Yeah, we had a good time. We taught pastors five fingers that get you to heaven." Uh, that's the only way I could describe the logic of the gospel. It was it was a, it was terrible. At any rate, I was there yesterday, and a young man. Uh, I was having lunch with. In the college with Pastor and Miss Sexton and uh, a couple other folks, administration from the college, and we were sitting there talking. And 
uh, a young man walks up, and uh, he's clearly distracted. Uh, he was nervous, uh, nervous to have a conversation. And he said a few silly things, but finally Pastor Sexton looked at him, and he had a, a wedding band on his right hand. And Pastor said, tell me about that ring. And uh, it's an intimidating thing to be around the pastor when you're a freshman in college. And he said, tell me about that ring. He said, well, well my, my dad gave me that ring. It's a promise ring, and uh, it's a purity ring. He said, he said uh, he's, given it, he's given us all one, and uh, all of, and there's, he's got some siblings. And uh, and pastor said, that's a good thing, son. You, you, you keep that up. And <laughs> he was nervous, and he said, I'm trying. <laughs> So, anyway, it's quite funny. Uh, you got to be careful what you say. All those things are uh, funny, harmless. But some things were said in our text today that uh, are things that we need to guard against and can guard against. And we need to be careful what we say. And we need to be careful how we say things, especially regarding uh, our faith, regarding the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. There's some interesting things we'll uncover here in God's Word so we read together Mark chapter number 3, Mark chapter number 3, and beginning in verse number 20. The Bible says, And the multitude cometh together again, so that they could not so much as eat bread. And when his friends heard of it, they went out to lay hold on him, for they said, He is beside himself. And the scribes, which came down from Jerusalem, said, He hath Beelzebub. And by the prince of the devils casteth he out devils. And he called them unto him, and said unto them in parables, How can Satan cast out Satan? And if a kingdom be divided against itself, that kingdom cannot stand. And if a house be divided against itself, that house cannot stand. And if Satan rise up against himself and be divided, he cannot stand, but hath an end. No man can enter into a strong man's house and spoil his goods, except he will first bind the strong man, and then he will spoil his house. Verily I say unto you, all sin shall be forgiven unto the sons of men, and blasphemies wherewith soever they shall blaspheme. But he that shall blaspheme against the Holy Ghost hath never forgiveness, but is in danger of eternal damnation, because they said, he hath an unclean spirit. Now, be careful what you say. And we'll just work our way through this portion of Scripture. I want you to see some things uh, that I believe will be a help to you, beginning in verse number 20. The Bible says in verse number 20, And the multitude cometh together again. Jesus is at it. He's at work. And a crowd of people have gathered around him so that they could not so much as eat bread. It was getting so busy, and it was so much going on, and Jesus was at work in such a fashion that they couldn't even eat bread. There wasn't time to eat. Uh, the folks wouldn't, the throngs wouldn't leave him long enough to put a piece of bread in his mouth. And word gets to well-meaning people, his friends, most likely uh, this would be also members of his family, word gets that Jesus is working so much and healing so many people and doing so much that he's not even had time to eat. He doesn't even have time to eat. So the Bible says in verse 21, when his friends heard of it, they went out to lay hold on him. For they said, he is beside himself. They said, the work that he's doing is so intense and so demanding, and he is he's not even stopped to eat. And they said, he's beside himself. 
Folks, I want you to know something. You need to be careful what you say. You need to be careful what you say. Do you know that most men and women that have been mightily used of God have been portrayed and believed to be half crazy by the people that were really close to them? Jesus' mother and uh, some family members come to his come to him here in just a few minutes in this text, in the next part of this text, to check on him. Are you, you know, uh, we need to make sure you're okay. And some of his friends said, you're beside yourself. Uh, do you know that there was never a more rational man than the Lord Jesus Christ? Never. I mean, the things he did made perfect sense with the greatest truth because he is truth. He is rationality. And they said, he's mad. He's mad. Now, folks, if you see somebody who says, you know what? By God's grace, I'm going to live for Jesus. I'm going to give. I'm going to serve. I'm going to work. I'm going to live for Christ. I'm going to invest so that people can hear the gospel and come to faith in Jesus. You see folks who have a faith and a purpose to see the world come to faith in Christ. Be careful what you say. Be careful what you say. Because Jesus was criticized for being, he's beside himself. He's lost his mind. He's lost his mind. He was a man of perfect ration. And by the way, if we know and believe that men and women and boys and girls all over this world are going to a Christless eternity, to suffer the torments of hell forever. There is no means too great for us to invest to rescue the perishing. To rescue the perishing. You know, I, I like to think about it and put it this way. If I knew that there was some family down on the interstate right now that if nobody got to them in the next few minutes, they would burn to death in their car. You know what? I don't care how steep the grade, how muddy the terrain, I don't care how dangerous the task, if I knew that there was a family about to burn to death in a car down on the interstate, whatever it took, I'd get down there. And I'd put my life on the line to take care of somebody. That's what we should do. Isn't that the spirit of a, a man? <laughs> Definitely the spirit of a Christian. Yet, yet, we don't want to inconvenience people and invite them to church. Yet, we don't want to be a bother and offend people and tell them about the gospel and about the wretchedness of their sins. And Folks, if you're going to be declared a loon... Be declared alone for the gospel's sake. <laughs> uh, if you're going to take a risk, take a risk for the souls of men. See, people came around and said, you're beside yourself, Lord. Jesus, you're beside yourself. That's not true. He was doing what needed to be done. He was doing the work of eternity. He was doing the work of bringing men and women faith in Him. Oh, it's so important. So important. By the way, the Bible says it like this. 
You need to beware when all men speak well of you. If you're a child of God, just the fact that we have Jesus in our heart, it puts us in adversity toward the world, the flesh, and the devil. Let me be careful what we say. They said, he is beside himself. Then, guess what happens? The religious elite come on the scene, the scribes, verse number 22. And the scribes which came down from Jerusalem said, He hath Beelzebub, and by the prince of the devils casteth he out devils. Now, these men, the scribes, very specifically the scribes, these were the learned men of the day. Uh, They were clever people. As far as in the society that they lived, the most intelligent people of Jewish faith would have found themselves in the category of the scribes. These were people who understood. They were accustomed to logic and ration and reason. But in this statement, they don't say anything that makes any sense at all. What do they say? Huh. He's not casting out demons in the name of God. He's casting out devils in the name of the devil. That didn't make any sense. By the way, when you get in your flesh, it don't matter how smart you are. When you're trying to get what you want the way you want to get it, when you're in your flesh, no matter how smart you are, you'll say some of the dumbest things trying to get what you want. Have you ever been in an argument with your spouse and you're just determined to win? Well, you say the you say the silliest things. Sometimes I think Ruth and I we've had it out. You get in our house; it's exciting. Sometimes two high-strung people like us. She's not here, so I can talk about it. Two high-strung people like us. Uh, it gets exciting, and uh, we're madly in love. It's wonderful, uh, but it gets exciting sometimes. Thank you for listening to this message from the Book of Mark. We're sure excited about the many opportunities that we have at the Chihuahua Baptist Church to share content with you. If you'd like to hear more of the same, more messages from God's Word, other series from different books of the Bible, you can find us at ChillHowieBaptistChurch.com or you can get our app on the App Store, Chihuahua Baptist Church. And we're so thankful that you've listened today. God bless you.